Sorry, that, that was is, a weird moment. That is the most Margaret thing I think I've ever... Oh, I don't know if I should have a chockey at 1pm. Oh, should I start my day with a chockey? I don't know. So I've actually gone red because I'm slightly embarrassed. Do I really? I talk to myself quite a lot sometimes. Do I really? Also, but it's just the most like, oh, I'm trying to stay off the sugar at the moment. Oh, do you know what I am going to have? Right oh, now. there is but Margaret go, go, go with it, go with it. You Welcome can't... to Staying Relevant. As you can hear, we're, it's popping off already. Pete's having a chockey finger. Uh, he didn't know if he wanted one at the start, but he has now decided How's that, that is, for the sound good. That is where he's going. We're just uh, doing a little bit of asthma for you. This is the bonus episode of Staying Relevant. It contains swearing, adult themes, and the occasional consumption of alcohol. But in this case, chalky fingers. Now remember, as well as listening, you can watch us. The full videos are released on YouTube every Friday and Sunday. Before we get started, make sure to hit follow wherever you're listening or watching. That'll mean you'll be the first to know each episode. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok and Snapchat at Staying Relevant Podcast. And to have your listener letter on this podcast read out, because this is the bonus episode and we do read out your listener letters, email relevant at insanityhq.com. Pete has now swallowed his chalky finger and we are ready to kick oh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have had that. Why? Because they're just so Moorish, aren't they? They are so Moorish. Right, some additional content, I think, as well, just to kick us off. Uh, a, a fetish model slash dominatrix who wishes to remain anonymous has been in touch and wanted to guess if Sam has a fetish. This is a joke. And I love this, all right? This do, you, do you want to hear this one? Are you gonna, you, do you want to read out what she thinks your fetish is or do, no, would you, you like me to do it? it? Okay, Fine, so no. this wonderful fetish model slash dominatrix, hello, thinks this about Sam, oh all right? God, I've just read some of it. I feel like Sam is likely to have a humiliation fetish. <laughs> I think that's why he gravitates towards people who openly insult him. I think he probably tells Zara to call him a loser whilst he, in brackets, there's something explicit, here, production took... Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Love that. Honestly, love that. Um, he's actually really fucking cool, and I'd love to be mates with him. But do you have a humiliation fetish? Do you know what I love about that is? Is that that is... The ending is even worse. Not that I think Sam's a loser. He's actually really fucking cool. Basically, what he's saying is, I actually really like you, but I this is what I genuinely think. This is my professional opinion of what your fetish is. And it's... A humiliation fetish, which uh, I didn't even know was a thing. Let's 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 try it. Can we just zoom in on Sam's crotch? It actually looks like oh, these cargo pants are really pushing up. You're embarrassing. You're going bald, and you've got a tiny little beard. It doesn't even <laughs> cover your fucking face. It's a neck beard. I don't understand how that can make anyone happy. Yeah, but there's loads of fetishes that don't make like. Obviously, people have fetishes for getting kicked in the bollocks. No, that's a massive thing. Do you have a fetish? Oh, Pete's got a fetish. Well, actually, let me just answer mine quickly. No. I don't have a humiliation fed, but it is weird because I don't mind it when people like mug me off to my face. It doesn't really bother me that much. But like, I can't stop thinking about this now of you now being in bed with Zara and her going, is that it? Is that all you've got? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just to, because uh, it turns you on. Like, do you like being insulted because it gives you... I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like I'm incredibly boring now because, oh, should I have a fetish? I don't think that's the fetish you should have, but... <laughs> you obviously have things you like. We we all do, but we're not going to discuss them right now. Mine's weird. I don't have any. Missionary is fine for me. 
if yeah. I'm honest with you. Just happy, and then, to, just happy to be having sex. Happy to be there for me. And, and if anything, I like to ask how it goes afterwards. I genuinely go, did you enjoy it? And I know that people go, oh, they do that for a laugh. I genuinely do ask how it was. Sam asks how that went after everything he does. Yeah. Sam needs a fluffer in every respect. And I can only imagine once they've had sexington bears, as yeah. they call it. No, 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 it's just bears. Oh, no. Once they've had bears, I imagine he goes to Zara. Is that good? Is it good for you? Yeah. yeah. But no, I don't have any fetish. But I feel like I should try and... Maybe I'll actually sort of like experiment a little bit about what fetishes could, I could have. Well, like listen, that. our anonymous dominatrix fetish model, we'll come back to you in a month or so when Sam's tried some shit out. Yeah. How about that? That's homework for you. Find <laughs> homework, homework for Sam Thompson this week. Find a fetish. My favourite thing, though, as I said, is that she actually just does like me, but genuinely thinks that I have a humiliation complex. Don't know how to take that. Uh, this one is actually the first. That was just a little bit of a sasa. This one. Yeah. This one that is, is actually, an amuse boost. Yeah, this one is. That's just to wet your whistle and get you going. This is the first listener letter. Um, subject, a very awkward potential reunion. Oh, it's me and you on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> With Pete, mosquito bites hanging off his face. Dear Sam, Pete and Staying Relevant team. Now, before I begin, I just want to say that I'm a day one fan of the pod. Come on. And of you both going back to Tommy and MIC days. And it's the only thing I look forward to on a Monday. And now Thursday. Monday, Come on. Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Sunday. That's when we're in your life, by the way, if you didn't know. Uh, she goes, I'm gutted that I'm not coming on the tour, but unfortunately my friends and fiancé are boring bastards who don't listen to podcasts and I'm too nervous to come alone. Anyway, I digress. Pete's given me like, by the way, when we do these listen letters, Pete like gives me tips afterwards and goes, you can't like cut off the letter halfway through. You've got to do the whole letter, but I'm going to cut off really quickly there. Come, come on to, your own. Come yeah, on your own. I was going to do it. We would love that. We'd yeah. absolutely love that. Please do. We love that kind of stuff. Yeah. We're all loners, to be honest with you. I think that's why we all find each other because we're all losers and loners pete well we mm. brought pete into our loser and loner sort of like herd uh she yeah, goes I'm sort of it's like the pied piper of fucking losers yeah, yeah and we wouldn't have it any other way pete she goes i'll preface this by telling you that i'm a teacher at a school in a small town in 2019 i often went to the local pubs in the town at the weekends risky i know i bumped into parents on several occasions with different outcomes by some I was greeted with dirty looks and others bought me shots and showed me their inappropriate tattoos. Me as a parent? It was a weird to Pete going, have a tequila. Look at this. It says trust no. Oh, no, actually, that's me. Look at this. It says lost soul on my knuckles. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it was a weird time. In the same year, I had a one night stand with a local guy who was a few years older than me. I know where this is going. There were a few messages and flirty exchanges and we met on nights out and a few more times, but nothing ever came of it. However, I've recently come to learn that his child is joining my school in September and could potentially be in my class. Immediately, I'm consumed by thoughts of awkward parents' evenings and playground chats. Even if his child doesn't end up in my class, it's inevitable that I'll see him now. Now I'm happily engaged and I believe he's in a long-term relationship too although we removed each other on social media a long time ago i'm not 100 percent sure so i guess my question is how the fuck do i go about this do i just put on a brave big girl pants do i request to move year groups do i leave the school altogether help oh it might also be interesting to mention that he also slept with my best friend at the time after flirting with me all night who is also a teacher at the school fucking hell do you want to start this or shall I take away? I think I this go? is very you. Right. Okay. Excellent. Firstly. Anonymous, by the way, of course. Of course. Firstly, whoever's D 
dad that is, legend. <laughs> Absolute legend. Going to school, starting school, already fucked two of the teachers. Legend. Absolute legend. That is the kind of dad I want to be. Um, Needs to be the kind of dad who goes, do you want to see this tattoo? Um, but do nothing about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's not an issue, I don't think. It's going to be awkward, but it will be fucking funny. And it's a great story. And life is all about stories. Because all the other shit and materialistic crap you have, you can't take with you. But you can take memories. And that is a fucking memory and a story that I love. I think that's fucking... But what happens when she's sat next to little Timmy? What is awkward is that if he comes with his wife, who he's been married to for 20 years, and you don't realise, and that's also the mother, <laughs> that's the bit where you have to go, oh, shit. Um, and that's the bit where you do just have to put on your brave girl pants. Look, it's, it's fucking funny, isn't it? But it's... we're missing out as well, a huge compartment of this, which is that her best mate, who also works at the school, shagged him as well. I actually know a few teachers, and uh, teachers are, weirdly, so much fun. Teachers are quite wild. And I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of our listener fucking stories come in from teachers. Last week, with the Spanish um, dick, oh, yeah. dick sandwich teacher. <laughs> that really, I like that as Another well. teacher. Teachers listen to us a lot, because teachers are fucking, they're a bit wild, you know. His eyes are wide right now, by the way. He, you know when Pete really means something because he's like really serious and looking, you go, they're really wild, you know. Like I've, I've seen my fair share. I'm, I think teachers may be one of my favourite professions. Really? Yeah. What do you think though about her mate just sleeping with the same guy? Good on you, girl. What if they're both at the parents' evening? That's even better. <laughs> but also, but just for the guy as well. It's probably worse and more awkward for him because I imagine he's actually gone out there and just met a, a woman and her friends and slept with them and whatever on different occasions. But either way, when he goes there, if he, he, I don't know whether or not he'll know that you teach there. I presume that he will. I don't know. Does he know that? Well, actually, another massive question, I suppose, is have you told your fiancé about this awkward scenario? Oh, yeah. Or oh, I wonder whether he's told his long-term partner. Would you tell your fiancé, if you're her, would you be like, look, I just need to tell you something? Well, no, because I presume that her fiancé doesn't work there, so he just doesn't need to know yeah, that. But, yeah, but would you be like, I would kind of want to know that you're going to be sat opposite a guy. Yeah, but who... how awkward when you come home for, for fucking dinner and lasagna's on the table and you go, oh, how was parents' evening? Oh, it was all right. Um, yeah, no, it was good. And, you know, we spoke about little Tim me and little Timmy's dad came in. I fucked him. Just don't need to mention it, do you? Yeah, there are some things maybe that you don't need to say. They're, those are the things that just do not need to be mentioned. However, for him, yeah. does he tell his long-term partner who may go to the parents' evening and sit opposite the teacher? You'd think she deserves to know. Oh, Pete's gone all pious just then. She deserves, she deserves to know! Well, she does, but your fella doesn't need to know. It doesn't matter to him, does it, whether or not you, you shagged little Timmy's daddy. Daddy. Well, there you go. I think Pete's answered that for all of us. But what a letter, by the way. And I also, got to say, no hate. No one's cheated. No one's done anything. You had a great no. night out. You exchanged messages. It's going to be awkward. But as Pete said, a great memory was had. Awkward. Yeah. Just certainly don't leave the school. Um, yeah, just crack on. Just you, just you just get on with it. Perhaps stop sleeping with sort of parents. It probably happened after the shots, didn't it? He's probably got the tattoos, hasn't he? He was the one who was showing you his tattoos. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Listen a letter to you. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just thinking then about uh, just a night out with teachers. <laughs> Listener letter number two from Emma. Subject. Question for Sam and Pete. We love a question. We do. Hi, Sam and Pete. Love the podcast. Always a good way to start. Uh, for future, for people that are writing in, always good to start with, with compliments and flattery. It just puts us in a better mood when we read it. It really does. I think that's where Cat went wrong. <laughs> so, love the podcast. 
a question I'm dying to know the answer to. On social media, we always see Pete in or going to Sam's house. What I want to know is, has Sam ever been to Pete's house or is he not allowed? Brilliant question. Emma. No, he's not. Well, well, finish the letter. If he's never been, please can the first visit be recorded for the podcast? (gasps) What a letter that is. Oh, my God. Emma, what a brilliant question. And something that I really would love to dissect into myself. I've known Pete for six years, right? And not once have I been round to his gap. I don't even know what it looks like. Not a Scooby-Doo. I know he lives in Essex. That is literally it. I've never once been invited round to your place. Do you know how horrible and disgusting that is? Um, it's still not going to happen. Can I tell you something I was going to do, Emma? So I was going to uh, get Pete's address from his agent and then hide in some bushes. Because I feel like in Essex, in the countryside, there's like probably quite a few bushes. I was going to hide in bushes with, with, with my videographer and stalk him <laughs> without so, him knowing. So let me just point out a couple of things here. That is why he's never been to my house <laughs> and doesn't know the address. Yeah, but the only reason I'm going to do that is because you never invite me. I point blank told my management to never give Sam my address for anything. Genuinely. So anything that Sam needs to be sent or anything, even on emails and stuff to his management so that they have it, they get everything sent to the office rather than to my address because if he finds my address, he will, he will just turn up at any point and I will live in fear. So no... Sam is never coming to my house. But also... Is that not weird, though, that we're best mates, basically brothers, and we've I've never been to your house? No. Because also, why? no one goes to my house. But that's weird unto itself. And let me tell you why. Because I, unfortunately... And there's actually a serious point to why no one goes to my house. You're a fucking loser. Um, <laughs> that's one of the points. But secondly, obviously, my life is very open, as in... Everything we do, everyone knows what you're fucking doing, all the rest of it. My one sanctuary is at home. <laughs> I've never filmed in my house. I don't have anything to do with I never, I've never, ever done it in 10 years, had anything to do with being in my house because it's my only safe space. Until he came to mine. And then, Pete basically lives at my gaff, really, to be fair. Stop telling people this because I don't You do, there. you do. People genuinely. Do you remember when your landlord kicked you out and you lived with me for about three months? That's never happened. Yes, it has, don't lie. When? It was in the press. No, it was. Yes, yeah, it was. because you told people that. Yeah. I was literally thinking, when has that ever happened? First thing, I don't have a landlord because I've owned my fucking places, so I am the landlord and I don't kick myself out. But <laughs> Sam went on a story and went, so uh, Pete's staying the night because his landlord's kicked him out. Uh, he's got nowhere to stay, so he'll be here for about three months. And I just went, oh, whatever. The son, yeah. obviously, uh, decided to put a whole fucking story that I had moved in with Sam because I'd been kicked out and had nowhere to live. <laughs> We went national, baby. Because this is what Sam does, and I don't even fight anymore. Basically, anything Sam says, you should not believe. <laughs> no, 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 you, you absolutely should. Oh, my God. Pete told me a story about when he was chilling at his gaff last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is one of the funniest things. Oh, okay, I don't know if we can say oh, that. Oh, yeah, you can. Of course you oh, can. All right, this is, this is... This is... Can I just preface it with... And then I promise I won't, I won't cut in at all. I need to preface it... With Pete is like Scrooge in this story. Imagine Pete like no, Scrooge. No, I'm not. I was no, he is. No, he is. He is. He is. Hates kids. <laughs> Hates people in his personal space. Pete, take us away. 
just don't know how this is going to go for me. <laughs> it's brilliant. I thing. felt like afterwards I'd done a nice thing. I think you had at the end. Like Scrooge, actually. Much so, like Ebenezer. I am at home and the back of my house is, is kind of all glass. Um, so, so uh, like, I was chilling on the sofa with the dogs, just lying there watching Only Fools and Horses. Of course he was. Even that. Even that. We haven't even started. And he's literally, he's only 35. And he's sat like a grumpy old man watching reruns of something that was out in the 70s. Watching Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> And uh, then Sonny, and I've got two dogs. I've got Eric, who is uh, just fat and lazy. And then I've got Peggy, but she's like the guard dog. So she goes fucking mad at anything. Anything you fucking hear outside, a car drives past my house. She's fucking wild. So anyway, so I'm just sat there, and the back of my house is, again, all glass. So I'm on the sofa, and the sofa is kind of like an L-shaped sofa. You can see into the garden. So the way I'm laying is you can see into the garden, the TV's just there and you can see into the garden. Anyway, I'm lying there and suddenly Peggy's jumped up, stepped straight on my fucking bollock and I've looked up and a kid has jumped over the fence and is in my garden. <laughs> so Peggy's then at the door, like this. What are you wearing, by the way? I had a pair of jeans and a vest on because I like a vest. And I had a beer. So imagine the picture of Pete standing up to attention, ready to go, right? With a one-eyed dog at the fucking dog. (laughs) Only fools and horses paused on the TV. And uh, let me tell you something else which is weird, and everyone's going to find this weird. It it obviously gets dark quite early now. So this wasn't, I just got in. So it's not late. This is about seven o'clock in the evening. When I watched it, I, I don't have lights on in my house. So it's pitch black. Like, oh God, this... I don't know if I want to tell this story. No, you have to. It's brilliant. So anyway, so I've jumped up and thought, what the fuck? And this guy, this this kid, and when I say guy, this kid must have been about 14. Anyway, he's come to the thing and he's going, I'm so sorry like this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's gone, can I come in? Come I can see him at the door going, can I come in? Come out. And I went, no, at the door. No. So I picked Peggy up and I've had to put her in another room. And I've come back and opened the door and said, what the fuck are you doing? And he went, I'm being chased. I'm being chased. I'm being chased. Please, can you help me? Can you help me? So I went, what? And he said, I'm being chased. They're like, there's a group of boys and they're chasing me. They're chasing me. They think I've done something. And like, you know, can I come in? So I went, no. So I said, wait there. So I then closed my door, locked it and just left him at the window just going, please, please. But I thought, I don't know who the fuck you are. You ain't coming in my fucking house. Imagine, sorry, can we just stop? A teenage boy is there. Can I come in? Pete, hand out. No. You wait there. Like an old, again, like an old teacher, you wait outside whilst I figure out what I'm going to do. Well, yeah, because I didn't know. And then know. locks the door. Well, because I thought, well, listen, I don't know you are. You could be off your fucking nut. You could have fucking anything. You're not going to come in because, listen, my dogs are the only thing that I have. I don't know what he's going to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, so anyway, who knows? He locks him out. So anyway, so then I go to the front of my house. I walk to the front of the house and uh, the, the, the front of my house, there's, there's like a lot of greenery and stuff. and Where I would be stalking. So I go out the front and genuinely there's like six... 14, 15 year old lads going, where is he? Where is he? All running about on fucking bikes and, and genuinely like looking like they're looking for someone. So I've gone, right, okay, so he's acting like he's, he's telling the truth. So I've gone, I didn't say anything then. I've then gone back out. Kept his cards close to his chest. Yeah, because then I thought, right, well, I don't know what's going on here. Didn't want any confrontation with the group of 14 year olds. Until 
Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets better. So then I go back to him and I go, right, all right, I get it. It's fine. He said, can I come in then? I went, no, but I'll open the garage. <laughs> and then the back of my garden, you can go through to the garage. So I, I, I put him in the garage. And he said, listen, I'm going to call my dad to come and get me, blah, blah, blah. I said, right, this is where you tell him you are. That's absolutely fine. Um, they're fucking looking for me, blah, blah, blah. And he just looked really panicked. And I felt really bad for him. So I said... Didn't let him in the house. Still don't know him. <laughs> You're my best mate and I don't let you in the house. True. Uh, let alone random man in Called dark his in best garden. Mate though, didn't he? Um, so anyway, so I just you know, and the the, the garage is nice. It's like a, there's a sofa in the like you can there's somewhere for you to sit. And uh, you know, I t- showed him my bikes. Um, <laughs> you know, I was friendly, like you know, friendly. Everything's cobwebbed up, and he's it's just like <laughs> this is my F, this is my RAF flight plane that I did in World War Two. <laughs> So anyway, so he's pulling down, and then I can still hear. So from the garage, you can still, I can still hear fucking the boys fucking looking around everywhere and all this sort of stuff. And I thought, oh, oh no, this is bang out of order. This this fucking kid. So I then go back in, go back through the garden, and I go back into the front of the house, and I go out, and I said, "What the fuck are you lot doing to all these kids?" They then go, "Oh, who the fuck are you?" I said, "Listen, get away from my fucking house and stop wandering around the fucking streets because they've been quite loud anyway." And I didn't say I'm a concerned neighbour. Yeah, so I said, "Go so fuck off, we are." Bear in mind at this point I'm now in jeans a vest still holding a beer whilst outside my house going fuck off then to a bunch of kids doesn't look great uh, so anyway they've gone alright and then one of them's gone oh it's Pete Wicks <laughs> no and I thought oh that's not gone well is it <laughs> that's not gone well for me at all so anyway they've all fucking wandered off and I've just and they're going fuck off dickhead like that to me and I'm like come back then up with a load of kids thinking oh this is just a terrible look I don't know why I've done this or what I've done at this Pete point getting popped having a row with a bunch of kids at this kids. point I, I then go and check on the boy I get back to the garage and he's sat on one of the bikes <laughs> um, anyway dad's going to be in a minute dad turns up I open the garage Dad get, comes in and, and fucking picks the kid up and says, thank you very much. And I said, oh, no worries. Listen, don't worry about things, mate. This is what happens. You you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was all very nice. What I then went back inside and felt very good about myself because I thought, listen, I've been a nice guy here. Yeah? I've done a good deed. I've done a good deed. About 15 minutes later, you just hear. This is brilliant. Um, the kids have gone to the shop, bought eggs and started egging my house. <laughs> yes! I have since had a number of knockdown gingers. What's a knockdown ginger? They just knock on the door and run away. So I open the door. So there's me half the time coming out in a pair of pants going, fuck off, to no one because people in that. So I've now made myself a target. Pete, you know when you know I'm being kids bullied target by the children. old man. <laughs> yeah. They target they put the like, miserable old man who shouts and won't let you have your ball guy. Pack. It's crazy snake I've guy. I've become that guy. Um, How brilliant! And that is the best story. Oh my god, this bonus episode! You have lucked out if you're listening to this bonus episode because that's fucking brilliant. Just imagine, just as we fade out this episode, just imagine, picture Pete. Close your eyes. In his gaff. Close your eyes. Getting and egged, <laughs> coming out, but like you young whippersnappers, you come back here, you little tykes. And then then it's like fuck you, old man. And then he goes back in, got these goddamn things. It is singlet jeans. Uh, yeah, because when I get bullied, I go American. <laughs> Pete's goddamn motherfucker. Pete's getting bullied by 14-year-old kids. And the best thing is their parents probably listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, but if I catch one of you, 
See, this is also another. This that another, made me sound like childcare. But, but this is also another thing, though, that Pete was saying to me when he told me this. Because, I yeah, can't believe I, said, Pete said to me, he goes, the problem is, is I'm getting more and more aggravated. I can't do anything, though. And, he, and he, so he's coming out. Apparently, he's running out of his house when it happens, going, I see you when I fucking lay my fucking and then hands I thought, on you. And then I thought, they're children. I can't actually like, do anything. Terrible look. I literally can't do anything. Promise it's a no win situation. I'm not even joking for him. If I come out of the house and they attack me, I literally can't even do anything because they're children. Now, if it gets to the point, and I'm I'm telling you that in all seriousness, if it gets any worse, I will set Peggy free. Also, I thought you I will call the police. I will set Peggy free. I and will. you do not want to fuck with a dog that always winks. I, mate, just brilliant. Pete just wants to be left alone. I, it's all I want. It's why no one goes to my house. It's just, it's my safe place. And now it's not. It is the, it, 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 I'm being attacked. I'm under attack. And on that note, thank you so much for listening to probably the best bonus episode we've ever had, actually. It's been one hell of a ride. Pete, take us out. Can I just point out, and this is why, obviously everyone knows Sam is my brother, but Zara has become uh, my sister. But during this podcast, she's messaged me with a picture of a handbag. Should I get it? Do you think? It's just launched. Not sure if it's a bit boring. What do you think? I need help. Then a picture of her with the bag and then put, I've got it because you're not answering. <laughs> I don't know why I've become. I love that. Pete's what? part of the family. So when people say, oh, yeah, have you been to Pete's gaff? No, because Pete's part of our family. And do you know what I love about it? I've just looked at my phone. Do you like this? Handbag. Handbag. Yeah, I love her. Wait, no, no, no. I love her. What do you think? Help me. Help. May text Pete. <laughs> I think I may get her. I'm texting Pete. <laughs> you haven't replied. I got her. She's sold. Why are you ignoring me? I went, podcast. <laughs> She's gone, I miss you. We're yeah. basically both her husbands. Or means are both your wife. It's why I can't work out which one it is. Anyway, we're trying to finish oh, this. Oh, I absolutely love this. God, we've though. been here for a long time today. I'm very, very hot. I have as Sam mentioned, I'm sweaty. Um, anyway, yeah, ta-da. Insanity Group.